Hello and welcome to the Women in Tech and Radio podcast. My name is Camille and I'll be your host. I'm a guerrilla marketing manager at David Systems, which is an enterprise software company in audio. We're based in Munich, Germany. I'm very excited about this podcast, which will consist in a series of interviews with great women in tech. So sit back and enjoy. Good morning. Jill is here today to tell us about her story and how the topic of women in tech and radio is interesting to her and how she's affiliated to audio and to tech. So mm -hmm. welcome. Thanks. <laughs> so can you tell me a bit about yourself? Yeah. My name's Jill. I'm from San Francisco, California, or the San Francisco Bay Area. I've lived in Germany for five years. I originally moved to Berlin to get a master's degree at the Hurdy School of Governance here in the city. And there I studied a master's in public policy. But before that, I worked at college radio and I worked at a radio station in New Zealand for a bit. And then during my first year I, of my time in Germany, I worked at NPR Berlin and volunteered there. And then I ended up moving to Washington, D.C. for a year and working for NPR Berlin and working as a producer there for NPR. And then I came back and finished my studies and then started Bear Radio, which is my current venture. What do you do at Bear Radio? Bear Radio is Berlin's English language podcasting network. So we started about two years ago and we produce shows, we teach workshops, we lead the Berlin podcasting meetup here in the city. We do a lot of activities kind of just trying to give podcasters more opportunities and more resources. And what attracted you to audio in the first place? I mean, I always grew up listening to NPR and listening to the radio with my parents, and I think a lot of Americans do as well. So when I started working at a radio station in college, it kind of came from me working in the television station on campus as well. I was just more interested in media in general, and I really liked radio over video because <laughs> it's easier. <laughs> Not just easier, it's easier to like tell your story and things like this. Yeah, fair enough. How do you think you're affiliated to tech? I think it's kind of interesting because people keep saying that Bear Radio is like a tech startup. And it's interesting because the conversation in the States is very different. Like media and podcasting is obviously its own thing. There are tech startups in the podcasting scene. And here in Europe, it's quite often that they just lump podcasting in as a tech startup. <laughs> so I think, I think that I'm not necessarily in tech, but I think, of course, working in the field of media and kind of working in the startup ecosystem gets me in contact with a lot of people working in tech in general. And you work with tech as well. Yeah, so obviously we work with audio equipment, editing equipment. We use a lot of like social media technologies and like analysis technologies to check our social media campaigns and stuff like this. I guess it's kind of impossible to run like an internet podcasting company without using tech. Nowadays, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Regarding the topic of um, diversity, how does diversity affect your everyday life or your everyday job? Yeah, so... One of the main reasons that I founded Bear Radio is because I saw how little opportunity there was for people who didn't speak fluent German to really participate in news. And there was really no English language media here in the city 
There was some magazines, Deutsche Welle, of course, but in terms of radio in English, not really that much. So it keeps a large part of the population from participating. So we have podcasts from a bunch of different people who normally would not be included in the normal media landscape. We have a lot of podcasts by women, obviously, a lot of podcasts by people from minority backgrounds um, who normally would not be included in the media here. And yeah, we we work with a lot of people in the city who might not have the resources to do podcasting or to have their stories heard, and we try to get the word out about them. Okay. So in general, you you work for diversity. Do you have any specific initiatives that are only tailored to minorities? Not specific. I think that we're a bit small right now, so there's not any like systemic anything. We are working with Tanti Table, who's the first podcast, English language podcast out of Berlin that's hosted by three women of color, which is really awesome. And I don't really think there are any others in the city in English. And it's really cool because this show's all about diversity, but also about the shared experiences of people from like the African diaspora, essentially in Europe, but also from the States as well. Okay. So. And what's your goal with Bear Radio? I think my goal with Bear Radio, if I could in five years like have an idea of what it could be, I would love for it to be a community space. I guess in the States, PRX, for example, has a thing called the Podcast Garage, and they work with local communities to teach them storytelling, teach them podcasting, um, and then they also make in-house content um, and syndicate it to larger radio stations and things like this. Our goal is kind of to be dispatching from Berlin and, you know, be the premier place people come to who speak English um, to learn about the city, but also to not only talk about Berlin, but to show that there's not just good journalism and podcasting coming out of North America. It's also coming out of Europe. Um, we're also kind of interested in having like a podcasting festival in the next year or so, because, yeah, like most of the podcasting festivals are in the UK or Ireland at least, and there's not really much representation of European podcasts or much connectivity of European podcasts on the European continent. So yeah, I think that our goal is just to kind of create more opportunities for podcasters, have more shows. If I could, I would just be producing audio all day long, <laughs> but I guess running this company also has a lot of like administrative side work as well. You mentioned podcasting events, festivals being held more in the UK and Ireland. Do you feel like we're a bit a step behind in Germany in terms of podcasting? I think it depends. So from what I've heard, Germany doesn't have the same like talk radio legacy that they have in the States or the UK. Most of the Germans that are older that I speak to never really listen to radio. It'll be like a very passive thing in the background. And they're not tuning in for specific radio personalities or specific shows. And I think that therefore kind of stunts the resources that are available to people who are wanting to get involved in this industry today. And I think that's kind of why it's a bit behind because they haven't had the time to have like the mentorship and the education that's necessary for there to be like a really good podcasting ecosystem here. I know that there are amazing shows that are coming out in English and in German in this country, but I think that there definitely needs to be a bit more diversity. There needs to be not accelerators, but more training and things like this for people who might have a good story to tell, but aren't necessarily from an audio background. Yeah. Do you think it's available to anyone to start podcasting? 
I think honestly, yes. I think that a lot of people will tell you that you need to have a bunch of nice equipment and all of this. But I mean, I definitely don't think you should be recording on a smartphone or anything. But you can rent equipment here in the city for like 15 euros for a weekend. I mean, people are always happy to tell stories. You can host it on SoundCloud for free. So I think financially, there's not too many barriers, even though people will try to tell you there are. I think what's important is like, I've heard a lot of podcasts that have horrible sound quality, but like they're still really good because the people are compelling and the story is interesting. Yeah, as long as you have a story to tell. Yeah. And a lot of the podcasts that I hear are just like (laughs) two white dudes talking for three hours. (laughs) And I would love to hear stuff that's not that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. With Bear Radio, do you help people starting their podcasts or do they need to have a podcast beforehand no so we have workshops so we have three that we're currently doing kind of on a like month by month basis so we have one that's like a three-hour workshop that's about finding your voice for podcasting so it kind of helps you to formulate your story learn interview skills things like this the basic you know outline of putting your voice out there And then we have another one that's recording and editing basics. And we rent some extra equipment and we teach you how to edit. We also include with that like a three-month license for some editing software that we use just to get people off the ground. And then we have another one that's on like marketing and monetizing your podcast. So our goal is that after you take like those three three three-hour classes, you'll be given the cornerstone knowledge to be able to if you want do some further education and get your stuff off the ground to make it not seem like such a daunting process you know and I think that's what's keeping a lot of people away from it and then if we see a lot of potential in a team or a podcast my partner and I will work with them directly and help them to record we have equipment kind of guide them through at least like a first season and then see you know once they leave the nest how they're doing Do you see the people who reach out to you have a content background? I think it depends. So, yeah, a lot of people are journalists, but also a lot of people are writers, I don't know, creatives in different capacities. We've had environmental scientists that have reached out to us. It really depends, and I think that a lot of people have the wherewithal to kind of teach themselves this stuff, but... Even if you don't come from a journalism background or a tech or media background, I think that the equipment that people use to podcast is, you know, simple enough that it can be figured out by most people. Yeah. I'm based in Munich, so if I wanted to participate in your workshop, do you, like, organize online workshops? We've actually been asked about that a few times, and I'm trying to figure out a way to do this. (laughs) Some of the venues, it depends, we, we kind of bounce around the venues, Some of them have like live streaming cameras and stuff like this. I don't own one. It is definitely something that we're trying to figure out how to do. Okay. Or you could do a podcast about it as well. I know. <laughs> Me figuring out tech that's <laughs> not just audio. <laughs> I would listen to this. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> I know you worked in uh, radio stations before and you were always attracted to radio, but did you study content? No, actually, I always did public policy or international relations. And I did like I did work for like the Moscow Times and stuff because I was really interested in working with like Russian relations. And I think that kind of when I was doing writing for the Moscow Times, that got me really interested in journalism in general, even though at the time it was an undergrad and I was studying, yeah, international relations. So I think that 
you know, working in international relations and politics, you can't avoid the media. You can't avoid, you know, I mean, in my opinion, I can't avoid podcasts about it. And I think that's kind of when I got really interested in radio and podcasting in general was, you know, from listening to radio shows on NPR about all of the politics and stuff that I was studying at the time. It kind of made it more tangible than just like the theories in my textbooks and stuff. So you think that a varied kind of background helps you in your journey? Yeah, I think the fact that I did this public policy master's degree here has kind of not only given me like, you know, the management and networking skills necessary to found a company like this, but I think for working in Germany, it really connected me. <laughs> so I guess even though I'm not at the moment using that degree in like a concrete way, I think it's really influencing my work with Bear Radio. I'm very glad that I went to grad school here and studied public policy. So you chose Berlin for your master? Yeah. I had studied abroad in Prague in undergrad, and so I really liked Berlin when I visited, and then I just looked for graduate schools here in the city and ended up finding out about Hertie, the one that I went to, like the week before the applications closed, got everything under control, you know, got all my letters of rec applied, and then found out I got in like two days later <laughs> and then had to figure out everything. But it worked out okay. And now you're, you're here to stay? Yeah, I hope so. I need to get better at German in order to get my certificate for my language. But other than that, I'm set to do permanent residency in like February, I think. Oh, yeah. Yay. <laughs> Congrats. Can't get rid of me. <laughs> Would you have any recommendations to women that want to start either in the audio industry or the radio industry? I think that there are a lot of really cool groups, not only like in your community, but also online. There's one group that I'm a part of on Facebook called Radio Women Rule the World. <laughs> and That they, sounds very badass. Right? And so they always have job opening or job offers. Like, it's super cool just to talk to the women in there. There's also things like AIR has women's groups on Facebook, especially if you want to look in your location, like your country or your city. There's probably a women in audio Facebook group or forum somewhere. I also follow a couple newsletters that are run by women for podcasting. And yeah, and I think in general, people are really open in the audio industry to just talking to you. So if you're a woman trying to get into the industry, reach out to some people and see if they'd like to have a Skype chat or a coffee and see if they'd be interested in like giving you some leads or something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah, buried you actually, how do you see the ratio of women versus men? I think it's mostly women. Yeah. <laughs> My partner, she's a woman. And I think that at least 70% of our podcasts are run by women. That's slightly on purpose, but <laughs> not 100%. Do you think it's also a good career choice sometimes for women? If you're reaching out at a step in your life, for instance, staying at home or something, and then you could make a living of uh, podcasting. Yeah, actually, one of the people who approached us recently was a professor, and she had just had a baby and was podcasting from home because she was home with her child. And she said that it was a really nice way to like organize her life and stay busy, kind of, and stay on track as well. And I think, in general, like if you have to take a break as a 
woman in audio or a woman in your career in general, I think doing podcasting and radio production, you can do it from home. Yeah. So especially in Germany because the the leaves are so long. <laughs> you have 15 years of leave yeah. as a mother here in Germany. In America, you have three days. <laughs> so yeah, definitely use that opportunity. I mean, I realized my question may have come across as sexist. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's paternity leave too, so I guess the dad could stay at home and podcast as well. Exactly. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> Perfect comeback. <laughs> so do you have uh, anything you'd like to add? I mean, if anyone has questions about the podcasting scene in Berlin, feel free to reach out to me um, or feel free to come to one of our workshops. And we also host the Berlin Podcasting Meetup if people are interested in getting involved with that as well. And hopefully I'm trying to figure out how to live stream those too because we have a lot of really cool speakers that come. And we've also had speakers kind of Skype in as well. So yeah, keep an eye out, I guess. <laughs> well, thank you for coming in today and for taking the time to talk to me. <laughs> of course, thank you for inviting me. Uh, you're welcome <laughs> okay guys um, so we'll see you for the next episode of Women in Tech and Radio bye